Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Get started on your own path to living vibrantly. The first step, Goshen Health. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds Around Town. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Today's episode is Sounds Around Town, featuring Tanya Heidi. She is the director, or the superintendent, if you will, of the Goshen Park and Recreation, a great, great department here in the city of Goshen. Sounds Around Town is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Well, Tanya, first of all, welcome. Um, You are in your, how should I describe it? Busy, 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 busy season right now, correct? It is. It is our busy season, yeah. So, So, yep, around April 15th or so, we get the restrooms open in the parks, and it it is all downhill from there. (laughs) But what a wonderful downhill ride. You know, it's one of the things, and 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 what prompted me to reach out to you is, you know, I'm I'm a walker and I I walk around most of town, and it dawned on me one day, just even in some of the small corners of the neighborhoods, the outreach that the park department has here in the city for almost every part of our neighborhood, you are not very far away, walking distance, if you will, from at least some amenity that you're going to be able to take advantage of. I agree. So if you don't have a neighborhood park close by, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have a fantastic trail system, tons of connectivity, um, you know, that that run along waterways or green spaces. And yeah, I think that there is something for everyone. So, you know, you go off the top of your head and you think, well, Shanklin and Rogers Park are are kind of our anchors. They've been here the longest. They're in the center of town. You've got Mill Race Park uh, that has the Wreath Interpretive Center, Fiddler Pond Park, which has become kind of a signature park for us uh, yeah. uh, in a very, very uh, fast fashion. Hay Park now has the inclusive playground. Um, but I think maybe even more important to the neighborhoods are just those small little facilities like, well, for instance, around the corner from us, not too far away. And we spend a lot of time taking our grandchildren and just a, a very short walk. Someplace like Baker Park. Mm-hmm. Where you've got a place where people can sit, you've got green space where people can kind of throw the frisbee around or whatever. Uh, you've got equipment for the little ones to be able to play on. How important is that um, mm-hmm. you know, when you start talking about growing a community? How important is that to offer that access to the neighborhoods? Well, you know, I think it speaks for itself, Vince. You're saying, you know, how often that you, you know, walk down to your neighborhood park and enjoy it. Um, it it's imperatively important to have space outdoors Mm -hmm. where people can recreate however they choose to recreate. Uh, So you mentioned just tossing, you know, a Frisbee around in some open green space. Um, You know, uh, Bakersfield Park also has a small playground Mm -hmm. uh, and some picnic tables. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's important for people to have things to connect to in the outdoors, whatever it may be. And it's Pass- just its just not in my neighborhood. I mean, if you walk if you walk down almost any, uh, what you would call a neighborhood area, there's, as we said before, someplace you can walk out to and take advantage of. 22 parks in Goshen. Oh my. Yeah, uh, which is pretty amazing for a city our size, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, you know, in comparison uh, to, to some other uh, city, city um, 
entities, mm-hmm. 22 parks in a city the size of Goshen is is fantastic. So first of all, uh, it's a big job, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I want to talk about first the big vision. Um, you naturally have inherited a situation where you know we're going to you know make this as good as possible. But then in your tenure, wow, have we grown the things that we've added just since you were made director. And it's a cooperative thing, and it just seems to be that the city itself, whether it's the administration, whether it's council, whether it's citizenry, the city itself has a commitment to parks and recreation. Absolutely. So, um, you know, Mayor Stutzman has been one of our biggest supporters for parks and recreation, the trail system. Um, Our engineering department has a lot to do with the planning and development of our trails. Mm -hmm. Uh, council has been very supportive through budget and, and other items that have come, come to them. So, um, I, I think that administratively, uh, not only is there the support, but from the community members who are saying, these are things that we want and these are things that we enjoy. Mm. So, uh, yeah, collectively, uh, this is what you end up with. So Tanya, let's talk a little bit about Tanya for a moment. Um, how long have you been with the parks department and, and, and what attracts you to what you do? What, what gets the engine going? Well, I have to tell you, so I've, I've been with Goshen, uh, for going on 16 years Mm -hmm. and I came to uh, the city as a recreation coordinator. Um, and then within a few years, uh, recreation supervisor. And then, you know, finally when, when my predecessor, uh, Sherry Howland Mm -hmm. left, uh, I, I took over, I was appointed by, by Mayor Stutzman as in the role of superintendent. Um, prior to being in Goshen, I was uh, with the city of Mishawaka, uh, more on the administrative side. So I had a desk job and I didn't get to enjoy much of, you know, what was happening outside of that. Um, and, and admittedly, I have to tell you, I, I went to school for information technology and, com- and computer <laughs> computer science. So um, are those related at all? No, they're not. But um, I can tell you through through my first part-time position with um, in, in the Goshen Park, or sorry, in the park system, mm-hmm. um, I, I was hooked, uh, you know, and I, and I never went, never went back. So, so what drives you? What gives you the vision for doing what you do? Well, um, the importance, I think, uh, that I realize of um, parks and recreation, um, and, and what it does for a person and for the soul, uh, in particular myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, also just, um, being, being able to work so closely with, with so many different people. Um, and, and I really like the connection with the community itself. And if I can be a part of their vision and dreams, then, um, that's very, very rewarding. So two big projects that came to my mind uh, th- during your tenure. There have been many, but but two that really came to my mind. One is the inclusive park at Hay Park, which was a vision Mayor Stutzman ran on, as a matter of fact, as part of his campaign plan. Mm-hmm. This is what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you inherited that vision yeah. and got to be part of making it happen. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that playground empty when the weather is good, and even sometimes when the weather's not so good. What a gem that has become for our park system. It truly has. And, you know, um, yeah, you talk about, you know, just the idea and, and the vision from, from Mayor Stutzman and, and what that turned into. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we, we in the park department took, took that idea and just ran with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, throughout 
the planning process, the community support and buy-in was just overwhelming, just overwhelming. Everybody wanted to be a part Mm -hmm. of bringing that playground to Goshen. And without that support, um, it it wouldn't have been a realization. Uh, But yeah, what a great addition. Well, and it was such a collaborative process. Mm. Uh, You mentioned, you know, so many people involved and, and then it especially involved, um, the people and families who are going to make the best use of that park, which I think is another feather in the cap for the process. It is. Um, you know, so so we started out just doing some crowdfunding, and, and I think that really began uh, stirring, stirring some interest uh, throughout the planning process. We put together with community members and organization leaders um, a planning committee to really help us pick pieces for that playground that meant the most to two people in the mm-hmm. community. Um, and, you know, the crowdfunding, I think we ended up with over 200 sponsors that um, monetarily gave to, to support that park. Uh, and then through a uh, grant with the Indiana State Department of Health, um, yeah, really assisted in bringing that That's to fruition. Right. And the community deserves applause. Absolutely. Hard to believe today when you drive by it or when you're in it and, and taking part of the amenities that. Uh, Fiddler Pond Park at one time was controversial. Uh, but a lot of great projects start out that way. But now you look at Fiddler, Fiddler Pond Park. Um, could you have imagined, Tanya, that it was going to be what it has become in the beginning? No. Uh, you know, when you're in Fiddler Pond Park, you you forget that you're in the middle of um, of a city surrounding a few hundred yards from one of our busiest roads in mm-hmm. the city, right? Uh, 33. It's, um, it's the most quiet and serene setting mm-hmm. um, that, that one can be in, um, particularly if you live in a city. And, and you, just, you just forget where you're at when you're there. Well, and I think that's a marvelous observation. One of the most amazing opportunities that I've had was to be in the middle of Central Park in New York. I mean, and I realize the scale is much different on, on every end. But when you're in Central Park in New York, you forget that New York City is surrounding you. And it is much the same here in Goshen. When you're in the middle of Fiddler Park, you forget just how busy US 33 and some of the other areas are. You do. You do. And what a blessing to have. I, I think we're at at, at 80 acre um pond mm-hmm. uh you know so to have access to water like that also within within the city is just fantastic too and we try to take advantage of that as much as we can by you know programming and renting boats and you know fishing derbies and and being able to introduce the mm-hmm. community to some of those you know water activities that ordinarily you you wouldn't necessarily have i think it's a great compliment to you to your staff to the park board uh while we look at these new and wonderful opportunities, whether it's it's the Hay Park or whether it's the new Frisbee uh, facility on Indiana Avenue mm. or whether it's Findler Pond Park, you still kept the gems, if you will, the foundation parks, the Shanklin Park and Rogers Park. Those are still well taken care of, well maintained, and well used. Yeah, I would agree. Um it it uh, it takes a village, though. I have to tell you, mm-hmm. I cannot single handedly <laughs> take take uh, you know 
uh, responsibility for that. Yeah, this is the Tanya show, though. Oh, so we're man. About you, well, so. thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, with the help of our staff, we have some fantastic staff recreation, our facility staff, um, our maintenance staff. And then, of course, you mentioned first thing during this podcast that we're in the busy season. Mm-hmm. You know, we bring on probably 60 or more seasonal or temporary staff during the season to help us do what we do. So when you look at the challenge, especially gearing up for the spring, coming on, maintaining through the summer, answering the issues that are going to come up when so many people use so many facilities, are you sometimes surprised at the economies of scale that you have? We've added an awful lot from bike trails to splash pads Mm. to maintaining our current parks. But in reality, your staff has not grown that much. Your budget hasn't grown that much. You found a way to do more um, without adding more weight to the tax rolls, to the city budget, or what have you. How have you done that? Yeah, well, you know, we make the most of what we have. Mm-hmm. It, we make it stretch as far as we can. <laughs> and um, and we do that by being fiscally responsible. Um, not, again, you know, not only myself, but our staff, too, has been mm-hmm. great at that. Uh, we, you know, we have volunteer support that we're ever so grateful for. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we had a grant for one of the playgrounds that we built. So, you know, we're always seeking those sort of opportunities. Uh, and and like I said, the 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 partnerships with um, uh, other administration in in this not only administration in the city mm-hmm. but other departments, um, the support that they give. You know, when when parks has these crazy ideas or visions of what we want to see happen, you know, it doesn't take much for. Uh, engineering to jump in or utilities to jump in and say, you know what, I think we go. can help you make this happen. So all hands on deck. All hands on deck. It uh, it it truly is, and we're appreciative of those partnerships. I would be remiss if I didn't mention Shanklin Pool, uh, mainly because there are so many communities around us that are having issues with their pool, or in some cases closing their pools. You've been able to continue on. Um, how important is it? for the community to have a pool and how difficult is it sometimes to make sure that that moves forward? It, it is difficult, you know, um, running, operating a, uh, public pool is a big job. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only is it a big job, but it's, um, it's, uh, you know, we require a lot of support to, to make that happen mm-hmm. also financially and otherwise staffing, um, so we we have done that by following a uh, very rigid maintenance uh, schedule, uh, mm-hmm. making sure that in certain parts, uh, you know, at certain times along the way and over the years that we are doing certain things to make sure that, you know, the operations uh, function the way they do mechanically. Um, uh, but then also, you know, we look ahead and, you know, you mentioned Shanklin Pool and uh, we are in the process of perhaps putting together a master plan for where we see the pool going in the future from here. So, mm. yeah, there might be some. Get some more community inter- input. More That's community good. input, yeah. So um, our time goes quickly when we're recreating. Sure does. I, I do want to wrap up with this. Okay. If Tanya Heidi mm-hmm. is sitting back and dreaming her dreams uh, and – Everything is perfect. Park department says yay. The community says yay. The mayor says yay. What's next on Tanya's wish list? Oh. What would you like to bring to the park program uh, in the future? Um, 
Yeah, gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> you didn't prepare me for this Uh-oh. one, Vince. Right. <laughs> um, I I guess I would just like to see um, to see to see it continue. Mm-hmm. Um, to to see the support continue. Uh, to see the buy-in continue. To see the want and desire from the community to continue. A great wish. Yeah, Tanya, congratulations. I mean, this is uh, as a Goshen resident, uh, I'm I'm super proud of what we offer in terms of parks and recreation and you and your staff for being congratulated. Thank you, Vince. Tanya Heidi, she is the superintendent of Goshen Parks and uh, boy, what a great job they do. Sounds Around Town presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Tune in for Sound of the Economy, Sound of Success, Sound of Service, and Sounds Around Town here on The Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner.